Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Future Chat. On the show today, we are going to be taking around an hour to do a draft. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the best way to describe this is. We are drafting items that will be on stage, either in slides or spoken by a presenter, uh, or things that just happen in the event. And we're going to all visually, visually or things. audibly. It's, it's a, it's a draft, yeah, or like spoken by by a presenter, or shown on a slide. Um, yeah, you're you're re- reiterating what I've already said. <laughs> did you though? I don't think you. I did. I don't think you said that. Those are the only two things I said. <laughs> this this has been a very contentious day for both of us. I don't know why we're being so. <laughs> but I have a feeling it's going to get competitive here. Um, so we have taken this uh, is sort of an homage so to speak. We did this last year in the September event, but we did not actually broadcast a show about it. Um, So we are taking our lead from the Upgrade podcast on Relay FM. They did a draft earlier this week on Monday uh, where they did a similar thing that we're doing, 10 items, and they went back and forth, but they did it exclusive draft style. So they were not allowed to repeat. Once an item had been taken, you could not, the other person could not use that item. We are not being as exclusive. We are going to allow um, duplication of items with the caveat that if you take the item in a later pick numerically or in a later round, I guess, and it comes up, if it if it is true, then the person who had it higher rank, ranked higher gets a bonus half a point. This made it very interesting last year because we had four things that overlapped. And so I'm intrigued to see how it plays out with us going round by round. Because last year we just each said 10 things in order. And uh, so I don't know. Did I miss any rules that we discussed? We So we took the picks that Mike and Jason from Upgrade had. They're 20 picks, 10 each. And then I added a few. A few of mine overlapped with theirs, so I left them out. But I added a few and you added a few. And that's where we each took our list of 10. So there's about 20, 28 items here. And we each have 10 from that list. Is there anything else that you want to say before we start? So given that we're picking these live and presumably yes. alternating, it kind of defeats the purpose of the extra point for picking something ahead. Because well, no, because I th- you have to, you can pay, you can take it, but knowing that it will be lost... Like you, if it comes up, you would only get a half point, like you'd get half point less than the other person for getting it. So it, it, it becomes a strategy to do it more than it was before. It is, there's less incentive to take a pick that has already been picked. Right. Yeah. So I think that's, I think that's fair. I think within knowing the rules of that, if we choose to stick with our list that we have, even though something has been taken on it, that's the risk that we take. Okay. So are we going to do this like snake style? We can, uh, but we. I would only do that if you wanted to. Well, I don't think it's fair that one person's always the one picking before the other person. That's that's true. That's fair. So, do you? Would you rather? You'd rather go snake then. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Okay. In that case, do you want? Uh, since it is the occasion, after all, we'll use Siri to flip a coin. Do you? Are you okay with those terms? I'm okay with that. We're we're assuming that Apple's random pseudo random number generator is reliable, so. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'll, I'll initiate the coin flip and you 
uh, call it right now. I'll call it heads. Okay, here we go. Siri, flip a coin. It's heads. Nice. Okay, it's heads. So now I get to choose. I'll, I guess you can decide what the coin flip actually meant. But <laughs> I think it's fair no. to say that the winner gets to choose who goes first. We'll, we'll go with sure, that. You can you can choose who goes first. Okay. I will I will pick first. Okay, that, good choice. <laughs> I don't know why you would choose to go second. I don't know. There, there could have been some I guess strategy. you get second and third. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you could pick two in a row. But then I'll get picked two in a row yeah. the next time. So it evens out. Yeah. So I guess prior to going forward, we'll post the items that we had to pick from in the notes so that people can get some insight into what we picked and didn't pick. Uh, but for my first yeah. pick... I am going to have the debut of the Siri speaker be my number one pick. Uh, okay. I don't know if we want to talk about our picks before or after the second person picks. Yeah, we can talk a little bit about it. Okay. So why do you think they're going to do it? My rationale for picking it as high as I did was it, it appears to be the longest running and seemingly most confident rumor out there right now, uh, especially in light of Amazon and Google already getting in the game and now this new... Uh, by the way, sneak peek on this week's future chat, we'll be talking about the uh, the new home speaker that uh, Andy Rubin just released. And, <laughs> of course. Uh, so so now we've got, I guess, three at this point speakers. Mm-hmm. So I think it's at I think least, it's three major ones, anyways. I think just three in general. I don't think you have to qualify that. I guess if if you call any Echo, yeah, device, any Amazon one, so three three companies yeah. that are in it, yeah. So I think it's high time yeah. that Apple got into the game, and it's been long enough that they, their uh, re- their history of letting a market or a product kind of play itself out before getting into it and perfecting it on their own end, I think that's it's reached that point. And at this point, if they don't release something, you know, at WWDC or at least talk about it, uh, they'll be seen as being behind the game, right? A- a further than they are already. Exactly, but I think it's. Up to this point has been, oh, they're just working on it and trying to get it right. But if they don't Mm -hmm. at least, at the very least, allude to working on it. But I think at this point, they need to release something and say it's shipping at some point this year. Right. Okay. So my top choice is uh, improved iPad multitasking. I put slash split view here because I'm, what I want is multitasking between the splits of the views. Um, so I don't think that necessarily fits exactly with their picks. They have Wait, so independent split. multitasking between the splits. I want you to be able to in like to pick, like I don't want there to be a left right distinction. That's what I'm picking is that the multitasking will be improved. And in that happening, split view will be redesigned. Like you'll be able to pick what is on the left side and pick what's on the right side, as opposed to, being able to pick what's on the right side, but what's on the left side is your main app, and you'd have to leave it in order to open something different. Gotcha. So I'm not I'm not familiar so, with how it works already because I don't have an iPad. So so what you, so right now I'll give you a, a one minute history lesson. Uh, right now, what you can do is you can have one you, once you have one app open, you do a gesture in from the right, like you slide in from the right, and it gives you the last app you were using in split view. And it takes up about a third of the screen and it's kind of, it's slid over, like slide over means that it's like over top of the other one. Um, If you pull, grab the handle that appears next to that app, again, you can slide it and it permanently becomes split. The screen permanently becomes split. You can split it either, it's about a quarter to three quarters, or you can drag it all the way half and then go half and half 
on the screen. And you can, from the from that right app that you've just spl sl split over, you can pull down from the top of that app and then you get a list of recent apps similar to the way multitasking used to work on the iPhone and the iPad yeah. in that you'll have a list of apps that you scroll up and down through. And are these and just apps that are already available to multitasking or can you... Ex they're only apps that are available. In oh, okay. So, Some of them so are they're not. not new like, you can't have a new instance of an app. Like you can't launch a new right, instance of something. Have, it has to be already in the multitasking. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it keeps them all. Like it, there's no way to quit an app for multitasking. It just ranks them in the order that it thinks you're going to need them. So it, it tends to be approximately the order you last used them in split view, but it's not always exactly like okay. that. Um, it's very awkward and that's why everyone keeps talking about how they want this to be better. Sure. And, uh, so that's what I'm going for. Okay. Interesting to pick it My, so high, but I'm I really want it. And we've been getting a lot. I don't know if you, uh, heard it all in today, in today's connected as it was released, they talked about, uh, an app called, or a company called Riaddle and they have a bunch of, they have an email app. They have a document picker type app, like a finder type app. And they introduced the ability to multitask or to drag things, drag and drop things across. If you have two apps in split view that are both Riaddle apps, you can drag documents between them, which is something that the native iOS does not allow. And so would you call them, would you call them windows? Well, no, cause they're, they're just two side by side, full screen apps. They're not, they're not windows in the traditional sense of being able to move the windows around mm -hmm. independently. You can just grab a file that's in one window. Like say you have an email app and the finder, the document picking app, you can drag a file from the document app and add it as an attachment to right. an email. But it treats or, it as windows. Or you can take that's, it something that's how out of email and typically behave, right? It, exactly. So yeah. the, right now they're not windows, but those two apps behave as though they are kind of just full screen windows, right. but they're only in very specific domains. Like, to be clear, you can, th these are in the native file system. So if I go in, there's Google Drive integration with that app. If I go into the Google Drive portion where they're not actual files, they're just Google Drive kind of redirects almost, I can't go and drag a Google Drive file into the email. Right. It's very right. specific. Right. You have to be able to, to talk to each other. Files. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And so that is my hope that that is a sign okay. that Apple is going to be doing something similar, hopefully better with the entire operating system. My second choice, because that's the way you chose it, is a new advanced Siri kit with new actions. And the reasons for this are obvious. As we, as we saw, I want Siri to be improved. Um, I asked to flip a coin and it told me where I live. I don't really know why. Um, so I, I specifically want the ability. So right now I can send a text message through messages with my voice i can set a calendar event through calendars with my voice i can pick up i can play a podcast through podcasts the apple app with my voice i can do all this stuff with apple's apps but all i can really do with other apps is say open this unless they have the the specific six different types there's like banking apps ride hailing uh there's a few different categories of apps that i rarely use like restaurant booking i think might be one um, that you can do with your voice with third-party apps, but it's very, very, very limited. And I want the ability to like go into Facebook Messenger with Siri and say, hey, send a Facebook message to Mike and be able to dictate that message and have it just send. And so I'm hoping that things like messaging, things like maybe peer-to-peer -peer banking, all of these things, I think you can, some, some, like I said, with banks, you can do it, but I want like, I want more actions to integrate with this. 
Another interesting one would be like calendars. Like you can add things, events to calendars, but not third-party ones, just specifically the calendars app or being able to say, hey, play future chat in Overcast as opposed to just having to say open Overcast and then going and finding it. Right. That's my second one. Okay. For my second pick, I will go with a... Now this, the wording of this is uh, kind of ambiguous of what they mean. But I'm, I'm going to go with MacBook Pro update, and okay. I don't I don't know what, what the intent behind that was, but I I read that as and again so I I haven't listened to the upgrade episode that they went over this draft. I don't know if you did yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. You did. Okay, so that's going to influence slash bias you. So we'll we'll set that aside for now. <laughs> I don't think it's going to. Like I said, I picked most. <laughs> I picked at least half my list before subconsciously so. motivate or. Well, you, but anyway aside from that my, my interpretation of the macbook pro update item was they would give an update on the status of a new macbook pro whether they said it okay. would like whether it was available to order or ship right away or if they're just saying hey it's in the works or hey it's coming in september whatever uh that's kind of aside but basically it's just a general update on the new macbook pro whether and so not specific okay. to it being available to order or ship right away Okay. So that will be my my second pick. And for my third pick, I'm going to go with Mac OS goes to 11 to okay. get in line with with iOS 11. And and I think that's just pretty natural. So that's a good uh as good a time as any to get away from the OS 10 that's been around for however many years. Yeah. So Okay. So have Mac OS 11 and iOS 11 be on the same same version number i guess or major release so that's uh that'll be my third pick okay makes sense so just to, uh, to get some yeah. some insight into the the macbook update because I, it's kind of mm. semi-related to the speaker thing because microsoft is is getting on board with uh you know a high-powered laptop that could potentially compete with macbooks and the uh, the Chromebook is kind of starting to take a bit more of market from from Apple when it comes to to laptops. Not in this same tier per se, but you know, again, their competitors are coming out with with new laptops, and I think it's it's appropriate. It's an appropriate time to give an update on on what they're doing. Okay, so not necessarily. What if they announce a new MacBook? Because you're saying the they're going to talk about it, but what if they release it? That's the same thing. Is it either That's or? The same thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, I'll, I'll Hopefully that's not that, too broad. It's it's just you're picking kind of picking two things. There. How's that picking two fine. things? You're literally saying if they're either going to announce it or release it. Well, but anyway, that's it's fine. They can announce it it's and release it, or they can vague. announce it and then have it released later. Like either way, they'll announce it. Yeah. So I'll say MacBook Pro announce and yeah. whether it's released or not is irrelevant. Okay. So it's it's, it's okay. the one thing. It's the one thing. Yeah. Okay. So uh, my third pick coincidentally i already wrote it down is also that mac os goes to 11 oh and matches ios for all the same reasons you stated okay so in that case if it comes true we would each get a point well no that was my second and pick though nobody so this is your third pick it was your third pick no it wasn't mac os picked... was number two wait which one was it no I... oh yeah sorry you're right yeah okay no yeah i, 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 yeah. I was paying attention you were not <laughs> um for all the same reasons you said it just makes sense for them to be together and why else would they have waited through mac os or i guess at the time it was os 10.10 10.11 and 10.12 <laughs> if they weren't going to do it when ios got to 11 
if they don't do this and if they go to 10.13 consider it a complete wasted opportunity and i'll make fun of them endlessly so yeah that's logic for that Uh, my number four pick is new photo syncing and sharing functionality so we saw a huge step forward in this from google at google io from google photos and I don't think that Apple will necessarily step up to compete directly specifically with the same features as Google Photos, but I think they will get better ways to share and sync photos between people. Whether that, I don't, again, I don't think that's necessarily going to be like by face or anything like Google Photos is doing, but I think they will give better control for sharing photo libraries because right now the shared photo library thing works like but it's very nitpicky to set up and it's not very easy to use. And it's it's not really good for one-off sharing. It It's kind of useful if you really use it for like for long-term photo sharing. But for me, for one-off events, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to use a shared thing, especially because um, there's no kind of cross-platform functionality you if in the, if people are outside the apple ecosystem they can't add any pictures to it or really view it. they can view it on the web but it's just not great and so i'm going with new photo syncing and sharing functionality for both ios and mac okay so this is a modification on the upgrade item because there's this photos photo it, metadata i think i just changed the wording devices. like i had it written down first but it's uh it's not really photos metadata yeah, synced across right. devices which is one of the ones they have okay so this is a different one Yes. Okay. It's more than that. Whether or not that happens, I, yeah, it's true. There, I, I dis, I deduplicated it because I that is there. But you're right. There's not a specific, um, photo sharing syncing item that they said. It was just that one. Okay. I'm sorry. It's not on the list, but I picked it. That's okay. I'll accept it. But it's close. (laughs) It's very close. You've been gracious uh, okay. for accepting That was my mine. number four. Yeah. <laughs> my number five. Yes, it's my turn for five. What? No. It's... We get two. We're snaking. I know. I you, did, you just did three and four. Oh, no, my two. Yeah, my, you're right. Okay, that's why I checked. Good. Sandy <laughs> check. Just just kidding. Ha ha ha. Okay. So my number four pick, I, I strongly believe this is going to be the year of photos. So I'm going to go mm-hmm. with Apple Photos goes cross-platform. Okay. They are, uh, they're going to open up the floodgates. They're going to knock down one of their walls in their garden. And uh, they're going to allow us lowly PC and Android users uh, play in their, their Apple Photos environment. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you, you hear about people talking it, hear about, hear people talking about it all the time, having to use yeah. either solely Google Photos or Google Photos in conjunction with Apple Photos. And, I think it's only natural that they start trying to encourage people who aren't maybe fully in the Apple ecosystem to try out Apple Photos to see how it does compare with Google Photos. Because I'm sure there's parts of Apple Photos that is better than Google Photos. I think uh, like they're, well, I guess that's more related to Apple devices specifically about the syncing. Um, Yeah. But I, I think it, you know, Microsoft's, focusing on trying to be cross-platform and Android or Google specifically it's been historically cross-platform. So I think it's, uh, you know, post Steve Jobs, I think I see Apple getting a bit more cross-platform as well. 
And and what better place to start than than Apple Photos? And actually, it's technically Apple Music was the first to well iTunes. Apple, well, iTunes was the first, and Apple Music was also cross platform. iTunes went cross platform with Windows. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. So, so iTunes yeah. has started yeah. out being the first cross cross platform mm-hmm. Apple major Apple product. Which f- famously, Steve Jobs had to be convinced for years to let Apple, iTunes go to Windows. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, and because people had iPods and PCs. So it made sense that they wanted to use yeah. iTunes with their PCs. Uh, so in the same vein, you know, people have PCs at work or at home and they have an iPhone or they have an iPhone for work and a PC at home um, or a Mac at home and an Android phone, like all this different type kind of stuff. And it'd be nice to be able to use uh, Apple photos on all your devices, regardless of the the operating system. So that's that's why I'm picking that uh, at number four, hmm. and my number five is. Can, can I comment sure. on yeah, your yeah, number four yeah. first? Yeah. Um, so I'm very intrigued because this was not on their list, nope. and it's it's interesting that coming from Android, you say that you think this is a, a strong enough possibility to put it in the top five. But and I didn't put this either, but iMessage has been rumored for years to be going cross-platform and has never done it. If they do this, I would argue that it would be part of a bigger movement to bring lots of things cross-platform. But I'm intrigued that they didn't think or to include iMessage or want to. I didn't and you didn't, but you did put photos. I'm very, I'm very intrigued. I don't think I, I fundamentally disagree that it will happen, but I'm very intrigued that you chose it. It's, it's funny you mentioned iMessage because I was I was very close to putting iMessage <laughs> as well. But the reason yeah. I didn't was because I think iMessage is still a big enough selling point for Apple products mm. that they're not going right. to cannibalize that by making iMessage cross-platform. But I think they can afford right. to make Apple Photos cross-platform because it's arguably worse than Google Photos. So they're not going to be worse yeah. off making it cross-platform. If anything, they'll make people sure. who aren't happy with Google Photos for one reason or another to try out Apple Photos and and possibly get get that market. Right. Um, but no, it's it's I okay. I I was aware of the I don't know if it's irony, but yeah. just the the fact that iMessage has been it it makes sense for it to be cross-platform, but it hasn't been. But I think there's very right. different reasons for why one is cross-platform or why one could be and one one wouldn't be um okay so for my number five pick i'm going to have a pick of bigger free icloud storage more than five gigabytes free okay uh so this is kind of in the same vein with uh getting on board with the other uh, cloud service providers and i think five gigabytes is nothing these days it is literally nothing (laughs) (laughs) uh so like you I mean, Dropbox is it's horrible for five gigabyte limit. Like I can't yeah. actually. Is it, I don't. Mean, that's still five gigabytes. I think it is still, isn't it? I think it is, but many people have referred, or at least well, tech yeah. inclined people who are probably going to use five meg- gigabytes are more inclined to have gotten all their bonuses over the right. years to have more than that. What up to like seven or and something? <laughs> I had. I think like there was some photo stuff and there was some university yeah. related um, things they did that I think okay. have since expired, but I haven't used Dropbox in a really right. long time. I had almost 20 gigabytes in there okay. at one point, but I think it's probably down to closer to 10. Yeah. The most I got was around 10 ish. Cause yeah, the, I remember the photo uploading bonus you got. Cause I think for every gigabyte of photo uploading, it added a gigabyte to your storage or something along that line. 
Yeah, something like that. It, it was basically free photo storage up to a certain point. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so mine got up to like 7 to 10 gigs. But once Drive came out with 15, I'm like, screw this. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It, the common theme, at least in my picks, have been Apple catching up to everyone else. And again, it might be just more a matter of yeah. timing with when these product releases are. But I think this is... And I don't even think it's like Apple's in a negative light right now, but I think it's that they should take this opportunity to show what they have to offer and compete with everyone else right now. Outside of yeah. just offering great hardware. Like, I think this is like the services and software side. I think they can, they have a lot to prove. Hmm. Okay. So in theory here, I could change. I'm not going to do it, but I could change my picks here mm-hmm. because you sniped my pick and picked it <laughs> higher than I did. <laughs> We'll see when I when we get down to where I have it currently whether I will move my pick of bigger free iCloud storage. Um, but for now, it remains below <laughs> five. Uh, I will say that every night I have to dismiss that, or every I guess every morning when I wake up, I have to dismiss the message that says your iPad or your iPhone did not back up <laughs> because there's not enough storage. <laughs> I have I have five gigabytes and I've. I've tried very close to keep both devices at around two and a half gigs backed up, but inevitably uh, I have too much. So it's it's too much of a hassle. I'm actually thinking if they don't do this at WWDC, I'm just going to spend the 99 cents a month to get 20 gigabytes because it's I want these things backed up, but it's so restrictive. Five gigabytes, not only five gigabytes per device, which would be more reasonable, still a little right. silly, but it's five gigabytes total yeah. per Apple ID. Yeah. So the more devices you have, the more screwed you well, are. It's even worse because it's, when you have this, is, I found this out when I got my new work iPhone. Is this like mm-hmm. oh iCloud? It's like oh your iCloud storage is full. I'm like what? This is a new phone. How can it be full already? I'm like what? My <laughs> old one's still in there. New. So I have to like delete yeah. my old one and then reback up my new one. It's like this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like yeah, it's super. It's very ridiculous. Super crazy. <laughs> okay, so my number five pick is for iOS 11. We will get. I put I wrote down visual refresh, but you have chastised me for that language being very vague. So what I'm talking about is not just that it will look a little different. I'm talking not necessarily the exact like the same change as we got from iOS 6 to iOS 7 when they did the whole flat transition. Yeah. I just think we're going to get a mass a big set of visual changes. Kind of like we got for the Apple Music app and the Apple News app, where every, all the fonts changed and got a lot bigger and the sections moved around. There will be some kind of visual redesign, rethink to match mm-hmm. that um, look. Now, before you continue, yeah, like vagueness aside, if they mm. make a point to bring it up on stage or in the yeah. slides, I'll give it to you mm. R- regardless, regardless so of because yeah. if it's important and major enough that they'll mention it then i'll give it to you yeah i just don't think that it's going to be any if they do change it it's not going to be worth mentioning on stage yeah so one of the things that i hope you would include as being part of a visual refresh again not necessarily i don't think if they just announced this i don't even think i deserve the point <laughs> but night mode for instance if they had if they included a dark mode system-wide dark mode I would think that would be a, like that would be part of the vi- we have a new visual refresher, whatever they decide to call it specifically. And we, within that, we also are announcing dark mode like that would be a, th- a, a okay. temple of the system. I, I will. But I also think I will give that to you yeah. as a potential qualifier 
So it will explicitly right. include so dark it, mode because you're calling it now. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> they have to include dark mode. No, I'm saying like <laughs> if if after the fact, go, oh, well, they yeah. mentioned dark mode. That counts. I'm like, well, no. But if you, since you're anticipating that right. as possibly now, I'll give that point to you if they if they do that. Okay. So I have seen some changes. So the WWDC app was updated again as it is every year with all the new events and stuff today, I believe was, I believe the update came out today and they tend to give little signals about things uh, leading up to the events. And one of the things that is different about the app today is that it is organized and organized and looks a lot like the Apple music and Apple news apps. Whereas before it looked very different. Now I had this in here before, but it looks like there's big bold text as headings in the same way as it do, as it looks in Apple Music and Apple News, and then the the subheaders and sections are organized in a similar way. So I, I'm pretty confident that something like that will be happening. Right. So I was I was happy to see that change. But again, they need to mention that change on stage. Yes, they need to mention the change. That yes. needs to be a feature of the operating yeah. system that's not just showing a screenshot and and like, oh look that text in that screenshot looks a bit bigger that's a visual change like they need to mention yep. there is a yep. visual change yep. they need okay. to mention that it's different okay. okay so my number four six or sorry not four six i'm sorry i'm looking at number four my number six choice is a new health app for the apple watch and there are a lot of reasons for this i have had a watch for it's been, it'll be coming up on a year and I love the health aspects of it, but they are not nearly, they're not nearly comprehensive enough. They're, they're basically the bare minimum now. And I think there's a lot more they could do. We've heard from a couple of news reports that Tim Cook is actually wearing a new, whether it's a new version of the watch or whether it's some kind of accessory um, specifically to track glucose levels for diabetes measurement and treatment and i think that along with the idea that they're going to be taking the watch more seriously for fitness and health um i just think that this is the prime time for them to kind of centralize the health stuff on the watch they have a health app on the iphone and they have an act a watch app on the iphone they have an activity app on the iphone that specifically connects with the watch and i just think that they want they will they will have some kind of health focused app on the watch as opposed to just having like a workout app and um being able to see your heart rate for instance like they they will have one a cohesive health app interesting yep that's my six okay so like i i don't know the significance of that so i honestly don't even know why that's on there like i guess if if you're saying that it the is, health app for apple watch yeah I, I guess if you're saying that it's lacking and that it's due for an upgrade or a change or an addition then i'll take your word for it but i don't i don't have too much to say yeah. on that because i don't i honestly haven't heard a lot about that anyway like outside of right this this context so um but you know all the power to you for for picking that so <laughs> right so like um th the same thing happened with me looking at say the touch bar getting an update like i don't have a mac with a touch bar right. so saying the touch bar will be updated i have no idea what that would even involve right. like i'm not going to pick that right. um, so I, I understand what you're where you're coming yeah. from okay so my number six keeping in the same vein with photos uh i'm gonna go with improved support for how the dual camera system is used 
Wow. Um, it's okay. From my understanding, that it's fairly gimmicky right now, just with the the fake the the foca the faka whatever people are calling it. <laughs> yeah, foca. I um, think would be the best way to pronounce it unambiguously. I I don't know what type of change they'd introduce or what type of feature, but there there must be more purpose to it than mm. than what is currently offering for. Um, yeah. I don't know, maybe they'll do like some sort of like 3D movie mode. That'd be kind of cool if that's even possible with on the software side with the existing hardware. Um, but right. I think I think I think yeah. they're due for something, and just kind of as like a follow up to you know last time we introduced the new iPhone with the dual camera. Now you can do blah 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 like whatever it is that they're going to introduce for it. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know they're you said you didn't listen to upgrade yet. Nope. Okay. Jason picked this item because he was saying that they would be signaling that all future devices, all future hardware that has iOS will have two cameras. He was specifically Mm -hmm. talking about the future iPads having a dual camera system. And so them kind of pointing to say, um, this is a thing. Developers work on this feature, uh, use this hardware. Um, The current dual camera system in the iphone i'm not sure exactly it might work with 3d video because you could use one camera for depth in the same way they do with the focus that's kind of what i'm thinking yeah um yeah but it's difficult to say for sure because the two lenses have different focal lengths and so whether you could capture information that like visual information like color and specifically pixels from both lenses that would be able to match up from two different perspectives to make that kind of 3d effect. I'm not sure if that would work, but I'm very intrigued in general by the prospect of it. So I am certainly, I would certainly be interested to see how they address it. If they do. Right. My number seven pick, I actually thought that they already had this and I thought, I remember there being an announcement about it before, but is this your seven or is this your six? That was my six just now that I did for dual camera. Oh, yeah. okay. Sorry, you're right. You're right. Uh, so my seven is going to be Hey Hey Siri for the Mac. I okay. I actually thought that they already had this. I, I, what am I thinking of <laughs> that? Where I'm thinking that they already had it. I could have sworn they, they had, had Siri. I could have sworn. So what's the what's this thing? Saying the words, the trigger words to activate it on your Mac. Why would they have right now? You have to activate it with a key combo or a button. Crazy. Why would they not just have the trigger word? Mike, that's why we're here. <laughs> okay. Because it's such an obvious feature. That's why it's chosen. That's really crazy. Anyway, so I'll pick that because it seems like an yeah. obvious pick. Okay. <laughs> it does seem like an obvious pick. <laughs> I still, again, I don't know if they will do it because it's such an obvious pick. It seems like if they didn't introduce it at the first launch of Siri for the Mac, why wouldn't they? Unless unless they're specifically leaving low hanging fruit right. to address the next year. Well, it's not like they but didn't. Otherwise, have, it's like it's not like they didn't have the technology to implement it. So it's like I don't exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It's a bizarre exclusion, and it will continue to be. It will either be bizarre that they left it out for a year, or it will be bizarre that it's still not there. <laughs> either way, I think it's bizarre. <laughs> so okay, what's your seven and eight? My number seven. I guess I will not swap my picks around as discussed my number seven is bigger free iCloud storage i uh i don't know exactly how they would implement a change to this whether it be you get as people have have recommended in the past you get 
16 gigs if you have a 16 gig device you get 64 gigs if you have a 64 gig device you get enough to back up the devices you have and if you want more you can pay for it i don't know if they would do that because that means i mean i I think that it would be cheap not to on the basis of oh it's too expensive for us because google and microsoft are both offering um they have like one terabyte offerings for ten dollars a month or they have like 100 gigabytes for $2 a month. It seems a little ridiculous and kind of penny-pinchy to right. <laughs> to say, oh, 128 gigs is too much. We can't afford it. Especially when they're the most valuable company in the world. Like it's a little silly that they're p- pinching pennies on this, but that's why I'm going with it. I don't know. Again, so I don't know if they would do that per device, uh, break it down that way, like give you X devices times right. X gigs they have. Or if they would just say you get, 50 gigs for your you get 12 gigs for your, some some like random right. number i could see them maybe doing yeah. like a scaling increase the same way that right. dropbox did or does uh so that in order to get that extra space you have to use it and possibly okay. under certain types of backups or or files mm-hmm. or whatnot um because i right. think like to offer you know 128 gigs of free cloud storage like that's non-competitive like i think that's right like i'm sure they can afford it it's too much you know google can afford to give 100 gigs free if they wanted to too right but they don't so i think they at least need some sort of like nominal fee at least on par with what google's offering uh so yeah even if it's like 16 gigs free as base for everyone and then if you want more you can pay like a buck a month or do some sort of scaling scaling increase um the other option they have is keep the cap at five gigs and this would still i I think give us both a point give us five gigs per device free you buy a device you get five gigs you buy a second device you now have 10 gigs in your storage between the two whether it's five per device or 10 in one right yep yeah so there's a few different ways they could do it but bigger storage is what we want (laughs) okay still my turn right number eight okay number eight is uh, this is wish casting so badly, but I want Apple Wallet with peer-to-peer payments. That's what I think we're going to get is a feature. Along with the updated Siri with being able to pay people, I kind of foreshadowed this. I think that you'll be able to make payments um, that they will announce, whether it be through like an Apple debit card or whether it just be um, you can send money to people and it asks you what card you want to use or what account you want to use. Um, I think they will do it and I think it will work with Siri and I think it will be amazing. But Apple Wallet with, again, with specifically peer-to-peer payments. If that is the case, I think they'd be trying to compete on the international markets more because from what, what I've heard, that's the biggest market for that type of uh, service. Uh, like we talked about on, on the show before with WeChat mm-hmm. and how that's a fairly widely used service and i'm not sure i think i remember hearing that it was available for ios wechat possibly yes wechat yeah. is available on ios so this would be a direct competitor on that platform to, to for 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 the peer to peer payments and they'd obviously have to have some sort of incentive or or added feature that the other offerings don't have uh, mm-hmm. And to my knowledge, that's mainly just WeChat. Like people don't generally use PayPal or any other type of service to do peer-to-peer. It's just maybe email money transfer is probably the main one that people do. Yeah. So 
that that's the weird thing is that we have like interact e-transfer is by far the way that people youngins millennials and their ilk do kind of small petty cash business or just using cash um or sale get you next time yeah (laughs) only mature adults do that (laughs) that's true um I I think that peer-to-peer payments could be a big thing, even in Canada, where it's pretty easy to get Interact because Interact e-transfers, they're getting a little cheaper and some banks have free ones, but they're not free. And I think having being able to pay someone that you know has an iPhone by just like using NFC, for instance, just like tapping phones together and saying, I want to transfer the money to this person and then tapping or like sending it by email or sending it by iMessage. I think that's pretty compelling. And I'd like to think that the only thing that's stopping them from doing something like this would be banks being like, no, our business. <laughs> and then like threatening to leave Apple right. pay for some or something like that. Like I, I don't see it as being impossible. I just see it as being more limited by like politics right. of them having to cooperate with people versus not being technically possible or a good right. idea. And maybe, maybe that is more of a reason that it won't happen is because of the Apple pay mm. initiative that they're trying to move forward and, and continue to grow that this might be seen as a way to not need banks for that anymore. And right. yeah, like I said, that might might hurt the Apple Pay side of things. Yep. Interesting, interesting eighth pick. Okay, so <laughs> my eighth pick is going to be, I think for this one. So again, this this is kind of ambiguous as to what it means. So I, I want to pick iTunes gets broken up as my eighth pick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's kind of that the harbinger has been there for a while, I think. And just it's fairly unnecessary at this point, just the iTunes <laughs> brand. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, they have, what is it now? They have like Apple Music. Yep. They have Apple, Apple Podcasts. Or just podcasts, Apple maybe TV. Apple TV, yeah, right? Apple Podcasts, yeah. yeah. They have all these Apple right. things, and they're all siloed for their own type of product, right? But iTunes yep. is still kind of like, oh, you can get you know shows on it and music, and it's kind of like their store, so to speak. You know, they have an app store as well, which always confused me. So, <laughs> however they do it, I guess they'll they'll get rid of the iTunes brand or just the iTunes interface or platform i don't know i again i don't we'll have to use a bit of judgment on this one i think because i don't think they're going to explicitly say hey we're breaking up itunes but i think they'll say hey now we have Mm -hmm. apple blah apple blah apple blah like right that i think that's the idea behind this one yeah so so the the interesting thing about this one is that there are other platforms that exist and i don't know how well a broken up iTunes would work on Windows specifically because at Build a couple weeks ago, Microsoft announced iTunes is coming to the Windows Store or the Microsoft or whatever Store. whatever it is. I, yeah, I think it's Microsoft Store. Yeah. Um, I realized that I was like, this sounds weird. Um, so I would be very interested to see how they, if they are canceling the iTunes brand, I would be very interested to see how they mm-hmm. do that, how they navigate that with Windows existing. 
specifically with all the syncing with being able to listen to Apple Music, whether they launch a separate Apple right. Music app, whether they keep everything together on Windows, but they kind of break it all apart on the Mac. I think it's a good idea for Mac, but I don't know. Maybe there needs to be an iTunes store that still exists on the Mac, like where people buy music and where people buy, I guess iBooks would probably go to the iBooks app. Um, the TV would probably go to a TV app. Like all these things are very possible, but I don't know what you'd do, how it would, how they would navigate that with iTunes for windows. Okay. So what do we do if iTunes just gets rebranded, but they don't, but, and stays the exact same, but but they don't break stuff out. Yeah. A new name. I think, you know, the answer in your heart. (laughs) I don't think you get the point if they just call it Apple. Like what was it called? Like the Apple store (laughs) or the, Maybe they could bring well, they could bring back like the e branding and be like Apple e store. <laughs> oh gosh, don't do that. Um, I don't. If you, if it's a renaming, I don't think you get okay. the point. But if they take if they take if they take Apple Podcasts out, if they take TV out, if they take if they do things to remove types of content from the store, I would call that an unbundling. And I would count yeah. it, but if they just rename it to get rid of the iTunes brand, I don't think that. So how counts. about they take at least one thing out, and then okay, if they take okay. one thing out, With, even without rebranding, even without it. rebranding, yeah, and take at least one thing out. If okay. if they announce an Apple Podcast app or an Apple Movies TV, TV yeah. app where you buy, it's not just where you watch right. TV, but it has to be where you buy the okay. TV as well. Like the TV experience has to move out of right. iTunes or whatever yeah. experience, unless there's some b- massive tearing a part of the application which would be great but I don't, I don't know if it'll happen okay yeah i'm fine with those conditions sounds good to me that's okay so now it's time for my last two picks uh my ninth pick this is again i just think it's a very apple thing to do um i think that the apple file system their new apfs is going to be the default file system for the next version of Mac. We don't have a chime. We need a chime for the show. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we need a chime. I think there are certain other podcasts that need a chime. Uh, So the reasons for this are obvious. They announced it last year to much applause and a chime. If you uh, watched the the afternoon session where they talked about um, and announced APFS. Did did you hear that story, by the way? Um, so they have their keynote in the morning and then they have their, what they call the app state of the union or the Apple state of the union in the afternoon on the first day. It's like the keynote part two. It's like how Google, uh, did their like IO keynote mm-hmm. in the morning and then sure. did their developer keynote in the afternoon. And of course, John Syracuse was sitting in the audience for the state of the union. And when they announced APFS, someone dinged a bell in the audience <laughs> And it's audible on the actual recording. And it's so funny. And I think they said during the session, like as they were talking about it, the camera actually panned to him. <laughs> like right. it's so well known. I actually, I and, didn't uh, actually know the backstory to the chime. I just heard them start using it. I'm like, what the heck is that all about? But yeah. yeah. Okay. So every time he yeah. mentions a file yeah. system. And so this, this file system is good. And specifically, I think they, the reason I think they would do it in mass at the next major version is because they transitioned all iOS devices with iOS 10.3 to APFS silently on device without being synced to iTunes. And they did it for millions of devices, if not hundreds of millions of devices in a couple of days 
and there were no issues. Like the there was no higher blip than there ever is for any update, and they were not the problems were not caused by APFS. Nobody said like even, there have been some minor updates that have just like completely borked systems. This one, there was nothing. There was not even a whisper. I'm not saying that nobody had any problems because obviously right. there's a background level of people having update issues, but APFS was rolled out to an entire operating system that has hundreds of millions of users. And unless you knew it was happening, you never, you didn't notice except that maybe you got some extra storage space because it optimized storage. And so I think they would do it for this OS because it's the same file system, because it runs on the same kernel. I think they would have enough confidence to do it whether it's kind of said or not, or whether they do it, whether they implement it slightly differently, I think the default system, when you update from the current version of macOS to the next major version, APFS will be the file system on the new version. Hmm. Good pick. So this is your tenth, ninth, ninth, pick? and tenth. Um, okay, so my ninth pick is going to be Apple TV gets at least one new content provider partnership. Okay. Uh, we talked in behind the scenes on this we talk too much about this um but i think i think we came to an understanding of what i mean by this um yeah. so we won't get get into it right now but basically well like it's basically like yeah. in the same way that you have like netflix and hulu and i think hbo go functions the same way where you can subscribe yep. directly to the content without needing a cable subscription that is what i am referring to with my content provider partnership so this isn't like yeah uh verizon uh, is Verizon even a com- cable provider a comp well comcast uh, say comcast so. releases an app that you can watch their their yeah. shows like yeah. um or cbs or whatever like that that yeah. kind of thing like i'm not counting that as a content partnership because that would ostensibly require a cable subscription for well, like, unless it didn't. unless it didn't which i'd be surprised if it did yeah. but so it yeah. basically has to, it's not like, oh, you can log in using your cable login data to, to get the content. Right. This is like, you can subscribe to this content directly without needing a cable subscription. Right. So, and and that's just more based on just Apple had promised, forecast a while ago that they're yeah. going to have a lot more content, which. More, more. yeah. <laughs> so I guess it's, it's as good time as any to deliver on that. Yep. Uh, and for my 10th pick. Uh, this is kind of, I wouldn't call it like a silly one, but I think it is kind of a tongue in cheek one where that Apple will have at least one female and one person of color on the stage, like that they get stage time and speak speaking stage time, we'll call it. Okay. Um, like they recently hired, I think it's, yeah, it's Apple that hired a VP of diversity or something or other. They promote, she was already in the company but they promoted her to a newly created vp spot so like and apple's been criticized in the past for for a lot of their upper management not being very diverse so i think yeah i mean like and it's not a bad thing i'm not trying to make fun of them for 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 these initiatives but i think it'll be interesting to see if they make a point to have a non-white dude on the stage now do you consider this that they have to be apple employees uh i guess because they yeah. have a lot of people up there. i guess it was Im- the people who yeah. come up are pretty diverse already <laughs> sure relatively okay. yeah well we'll we'll, we'll qualify it with apple employees they have had both they have had this happen before they've had 
two different, um, I think at least mixed race, if not black women up okay. individually as employees. Okay. And I think one of each, but, um, so it's not unprecedented. It, it would be relatively straightforward for this to happen. But I, as a, as somebody who wants to see more of that, I am totally on board because like they were saying, um, I think it was both maybe not build, but definitely the last couple of Google IOs, people have been like, have there been any white dudes on the stage yet? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So I think those companies have been doing something right. And Apple following their example is a good thing. Okay. Okay. Now, Mike, we come to my 10th pick. This is the moonshot pick. Yeah. So I asked you before the show, if I could go off script for this Mm -hmm. and you said, no, do you stand by that decision? I have. So for context, I have a 10th item on my list and it's fine. I it's on, it's well-regarded. You know about it. I also have a, a bonus pick written down here that I want to use as my last pick, but I didn't want you to know about it beforehand. But I think that kind of defeats the purpose of knowing the items beforehand because then I might have picked it higher up if I liked it. I don't think you would have. I don't think you would have picked it. I don't think it's a good idea to pick it. I just want to pick it. And I want you to, I want to say it. I want to choose it, but I want you to have the ability to veto it if you don't like it or if you would have picked it higher or whatever. For any, you can veto for any reason. I I will humor you and I will allow you to say it. I'm glad that I ignored you the first time then because I really want to say it. Whether it's a good idea or not, my last 10th pick was also a waste and stupid. But this one I think would be so amazing if it happened that I just have to pick it. So my 10th pick is on stage during the keynote, they will announce something in asterisks big that nobody has theorized or talked about. There will be a major thing announced i'm not saying what it is but i think not even been if if we go and look on the web afterwards and there is an article theorizing it i don't get this point but if there is something that is announced a big thing that nobody has talked about then i get a point okay so i feel like my apple photos going cross-platform qualifies for that so I I've, I don't think it does. I think it, it does. It needs to be bigger than that. You don't think people will be talking about it if it they suddenly announce like, Apple Photos cross-platform? That no one. I I haven't heard anything about that. I don't think that's even something that's on people's radars. If you go and look on forums, you would see it. Like you would see an article written about. It. I'm not saying necessarily forums like that. No, that we can't find any mention of it ever existing. But like if there's no rumors or no articles about it, you need to give an example, even if it's a hyperbolic so example. The scale. You need to give an example of something right, so, that would qualify. Yeah, this is a hyperbolic example in your context. So bigger than just announcing that photos has gone across platform, this would be like, we have our core suite of apps going cross platform. We have mail, (laughs) Apple mail for Android. We have iMessage for Android. We have Apple wallet. Like it would have to be the entire. I would love if Apple wallet went cross platform. That'd be great. That the scale of that is too much. (laughs) I think like, I think it, it could be smaller than that, but that kind of idea, like something crazy that nobody ever could have predicted or that at least that nobody did predict not that nobody could ever i think that's a throwaway that's a throwaway pick (laughs) i want it i want to be surprised can you give can you give like a realistic can you you give a realistic example because the one you gave that's beyond hyperbolic what if okay so i want to use a caveat before i pick and give you an example because i'd have to think of one but if i say a thing that i think nobody has theorized and that could possibly be announced 
if they announce my example, <laughs> then I get the point still. If they announce your example, with that. if they announce your example, I'd consider that an automatic win <laughs> of this whole draft. Uh, let's, let's go with that. Okay, so something on the scale of like they announced whether it be major steps towards unifying Mac OS and iOS, like giving a Mac with a touchscreen that like supports Apple Pencil, like a, a merger of the platform, not necessarily like right. these are now, we now only have one platform and it's Apple OS because I don't think they would do that, but major steps towards unifying um, iOS and Mac OS, like they had a couple of versions ago with Android right. where they were like, you can now do it on Chrome right. OS and you can... Run right. all your apps on whatever. Kind of similar to like a continuum type environment, almost. Like yeah, that, that would be the scale but, of what you're talking about. Okay. Right. Because what they have now with continuum, very minimal. Right. But something on that right. scale. Because like Samsung has their new device that does a continuum type thing. So yeah, the DeX. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Sure. I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll, I'll let you put okay. it down. Because I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. You've sold, you've sold it to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, we've done 10 things each. I think that's a wrap. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say before the event? I'm impressed that we both, I think we only had one or two duplicates. <laughs> yeah, I think we only had one, didn't we? Uh, well, no, you had macOS goes to 11, and then you had the iCloud one. Oh, yeah, one. yeah, we picked that one yeah. at the same, the same level, yeah. Yeah, but there's only, there's only a half point. A there's only a half point at stake here as far as duplicates go. Yeah. So, no, I'm, I'm impressed. I actually, I'm looking forward to seeing some of these come true hopefully i'm very much yeah. looking forward to that like i i think i anticipated like i'm usually more into the september event news mm. but i think there's a lot of stuff here that apple is coming from a position of being there's a lot expected from them to catch up with a lot of what the industry is doing so yeah. i'll be excited to see apple proving people right that they are still in the game with a lot of this stuff yeah Okay, well, I better go and edit this episode so we can get it up right away. Sounds good. Because we are going to be recording a, another episode as usual on Sunday, unless something goes horribly wrong. Um, I hope I'm not a harbinger <laughs> of something horrible happening. Uh, so in that case, I'll talk to you Sunday. Ciao. Bye, everybody. Bye.